The short game is listener-supported on Patreon. If you'd like to support the show and join us on our Discord, head to theshortgame.net or patreon.com slash theshortgame. Welcome back to The Short Game. This is a show about short video games, games that respect your time. I am Reagan Kelly, and I'm joined this week by two festive co-hosts. Laura Nash. Oh, ho, 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 ho. it's me, Shane Kelly. One of us is more festive than the other. <laughs> Laura, get with the program. <laughs> no, um, I don't want to. Uh, well, yeah, I don't know. It's the holidays. Unfortunately. You have to podcast you Laura, want it's required. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so, listeners... Uh, this is a weird episode because uh, it's it's Thanksgiving week, and uh, some of us are traveling, others are just busy because it's Thanksgiving week. Uh, we don't have a game for you this week, but given that this episode will be coming out basically right after Black Friday, that most holy of all holidays, um, we figured, uh, you know, a good topic would be... You know, every other publication on the internet of any sort, they're really working hard right now as we speak to churn out their holiday gift guide. Because, of course, that's how you get those fat stacks from the uh, from the affiliate links, right? Because so, of capitalism. Yeah. yeah. So we're working hard to figure out how to, f- how to put affiliate links into audio. The technology isn't quite there yet, but we're pretty sure we can get it done by Monday. Um, and we figured Click we'd here. bring you... Th- <laughs> the short game gift guide. Yeah. Uh, so the first thing we are obviously going to do is we're just going to hit the front page of Amazon.com and search gamer gifts. Uh, and that should probably answer all, right. all of our questions, right? Yes. Good Good idea. Let me pull that up. Okay. Yeah. Gamer I definitely gifts. want a Darth Vader uh, gaming controller holder device stand and a... I like Beanie this t-shirt that says, that says do not disturb am gaming. <laughs> a lot of the t-shirts you see say things like I paused my game to be here. You're welcome. Thanks. <laughs> oh god. Okay. Did y'all just get a burrito novelty blanket in the mix? Yeah. Yeah, that's just apparently I think that comes up whenever you search for anything right now. Mm. I'm not seeing the burrito. I'm getting a lot of really awful t-shirts here. Honestly, uh, you know, okay, here's the one controller thing made of chocolate isn't <laughs> terrible. No, you could do I mean, worse it, than that. You don't know. You don't know if it's not terrible, are you? Oh, it's probably it tastes terrible, but I wouldn't be angry if someone gave me a controller, a, a really off-brand controller where all of the controls are in weird spots. Amazon's um, algorithm knows that there's a certain gamer je ne sais quoi to a um, <laughs> banana nut uh, bread candle that says Bofa D's nuts. <laughs> That does that does feel like a gamer thing to say, doesn't it? <laughs> okay, so is anything on this page salvageable? That's the question. Yeah, I was gonna say there's one thing on this page where I'm like, actually, this is this is something I would probably use. They have a a thing that's like a like an under desk headphone holder slash USB charger. It's like it like holds your headphones screwed up underneath your desk and has like a multi port USB charger for charging your headphones and maybe a controller. That seems all right. I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. The rest of these I, are a swing and a miss for me. I mean, I 
I, a neck massager is on page one. Yeah. Best seller, $10. It's a pack of tra- playing cards called 52 Farts. Oh. <laughs> I, I find it humor mystifying. playing cards, a.k.a. not kiddo friendly, it says right in the title. Mm. The, the only video game on the front page of Amazon when you search for gamer gifts is Mario plus Rabbids Spark of Hope. Which I will mm. say, Black Friday deal for only fifteen bucks, but uh, it could be worse. Could be worse. It could be worse. I, but not a short I, game. Yeah, I, I, I also think maybe we should kind of just rule out the broad category of neon lit signs mm-hmm. um, and um, rainbow headphones. Speak for yourself, man. I need my headphones to glow. Okay, but fair enough. Um, I am kind of tempted by this Tamagotchi. Why don't I have a Tamagotchi anymore? Okay, so let's talk about real. <laughs> because you have an actual gift. child. <laughs> I do. He has been asking. I told him what a Tamagotchi is, and he's been begging me for one. So I think that's probably going to be under the tree for him this year. We'll see how he uh, actually keeps it alive. Oh my god! Tell tell me how that goes, I, man. Tamagotchis. That's. I think I think a kid could enjoy a Tamagotchi even today. Sure, why not? Mm-hmm. I wonder what. So sidebar Tamagotchi technology uh, has achieved now the 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 current like breed of Tamagotchi like the latest edition Tamagotchi Mm -hmm. is uh, pretty uh, appealing looking to me as a lover of the Tamagotchi uh, life form. And I I watched a video yesterday of someone who uses some kind of computer app to like add in special items for their Tamagotchi. You could like create your own little pixel art items. This person made a Hatsune Miku and gave it to their Tamagotchi and the Tamagotchi like dances and sings with it. Super great. Uh, I think Tamagotchi tech has come a long way. They got color screens on there. They can like, Hmm. I don't know, go to college. (laughs) I love this for them. (laughs) Yeah. Great. Well, um, we did do a little bit of, I mean, this is probably the lowest prep episode you'll ever hear on the short game. We hopped on and talked for 15 minutes trying to you figure don't have out. To give them a view behind the curtain, right? I'm, I'm can... pulling it back. I'm pulling back the curtain. It's the uh, week before Thanksgiving. We are very uh, busy this week, and gift guide is the answer. Luckily, we like buying game-related stuff already, so you're basically getting wrecks of things we own. <laughs> game-related garbage. My my wife has occasionally asked me questions like, why does Amazon come every day? Oh, no. <laughs> like, no, don't ask me these questions, woman. Is um, any of that helpful to people who are not you that you would recommend? <laughs> I'm, I mean, it depends. Are you shopping for me? <laughs> <laughs> if you are a listener... Who is not shopping for you? <laughs> well, we we did do a little bit of brainstorming, and we have a few ideas on some game related, or maybe even short game related products uh, that you, listener, might want to consider for the short game enjoyer in your life, or maybe putting on your own wish list if you are uh, if you're doing that sort of thing these days, or just buy it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Fuck it, it's the holidays. You do what you want. Um, so we thought we'd talk about a few of those and, um, also, Hey listeners, this is a great time of year to tell us what's on your wish list. So join us at, at, uh, the short game, sorry, at shortgame.fm or patreon.com slash the short game, where you can, uh, 
you can my wish list is more patrons uh if you want to <laughs> put some uh, some money in the patreon and join us on discord uh we can have a chat there about what's on everyone's gaming related uh holiday lists um but laura you were the first person to have a good idea uh, as opposed to all of our garbage ones so uh what do you think should be on people's short game or gaming related uh gift guides i love game plushies um they're adorable and they sit on your bookshelf and they look very charming. Um, <laughs> yes, I'm an adult too. I don't put them on the bed. I'm like, they, they decorate my shelves um, like a little weird woodland creature. And no one who comes to my house knows what they are. They're like, why do you have a strawberry with eyes? Like because of the bug snacks. There's also the burger <laughs> is up there too. Um, but I think that uh, Fan Gamer has the best quality ones. This is not sponsored. I just keep buying their stuff because it's good and it doesn't smell bad when it comes in the box, which I also find important. But my favorites are the Strabby, as I mentioned. Um, I've got the uh, and other Bug Snacks toys, but my Frog Detective is pretty fantastic. Um, that one is fantastic. It has a little uh, magnifying glass in his hand um, that you, it is a uh, magnetic one. So you can actually take it out and put it back in his hand. Um, it's about eight inches tall. The pictures have it in a little tiny boat, but I keep basically like, I like putting frog detective in things like frog detective in your refrigerator, <laughs> like Frog Detective, in, <laughs> on your, like, I, he used to perch on my um, second monitor at work, um, but I thought it was distracting when I was giving important presentations to the Department of Justice. So he had to go back away, poor little Frog Detective, <laughs> um, distracting me during presentations. Um, I don't but, do a ton of these plushies, but I totally co-sign the, the ones at Fangamer are usually really good. I, I, one of my favorites, I only have really one that I can think of, uh, and that was the Octodad plush they did a few mm. years ago. I mean, and by a few years ago, it's probably 2014 or something, right? It was like yeah, if, very If I'm adding any, it'll be the Claire from mm. A Short Hike because um, the hat is really cute. Oh. Um, I didn't adore Stray, but a lot of people are flipping out about the Stray plushie because the cat has the backpack. Um, and the chicory one has markers on it, which is actually why I'm not buying it because I don't want the pressure of decorating chicory. <laughs> oh, God. It's really hard to beat the Deltarune uh, Ralsei plush. That is so cute. There's... I have to encourage oh, people. If you're, if you're thinking like, hey, I'm, I have a... Um, a gamer character, a video game character that I would like a plushie of. If you, if you think that video game game character like rises to the level of like, um, cultural awareness at all, like think, think your Mario, your Kirby, or even some of the like mid tier, like Nintendo characters, I would say hit up eBay first because mm -hmm. the thing is, you know, Strabby, there's only been ever there's only ever been one Strabby plushie Correct. ever produced. However, it the if you're a Kirby fan, like you are uh, in the money because there are a million <laughs> different editions of Kirby wearing every possible hat in every considerable considerable pose. So um, hit up eBay and you will find not only the 
wide variety, but a much cheaper deal. Like those, um, like <laughs> the like new old stock Kirby from like five years ago is no longer. It's not out of style. He's still round and pink. Yes, Laura. What have you done to me? I've pulled up this page, and now I've, I'm like going through, and I've, I've got like four of these that I want to buy now. Like, dang it! Laura. Well, because they're fantastic, and also my friend Amanda just got a cat named um, oh. Zagreus today, and she's ordering the uh, Cerberus plushie in the hopes that the cat will love it. And I was like, I don't think that's going to happen, but in the world that that happens, I will be very happy. Um, I was like, cats don't necessarily <laughs> like plushies, and but we'll see. We'll see if they become friends. Um, I'm very uh, sorry for everybody's wallets. Uh, enjoy how cute all of these are. Yeah. These I have a great. gamer gift that I want to pitch that I think every gamer really needs. Yes. Um, but is not really a game related uh, thing. And it's a large tray. Um, I. Cannot tell you how much my like gaming life was enhanced when I found at a yard sale a large um, that mine happens to be kind of made of uh, brass uh, tray, and it's perfect for those times where you are you want to go to the kitchen and get a bunch of snacks and bring them back to the couch for your gaming session, and you have the snacks near you on the couch, but they're stabilized because they're on a nice large tray. Uh, and, you know, you stick your controller on there. You can, uh, you know, it keeps stuff from uh, from spilling. Gaming, um, you know, can can be a messy business and it helps keep things a little bit more orderly. So I, I think it is a good way to level up your sofa-based gaming experience. I totally co-sign that. I have a couple of different trays. Um, if you ever, if you happen to be near an Ikea, they have a large selection of various trays that are, you go, you see them in an Ikea and you're like, oh yes, I'm going to get trays and that's going to organize my life and it's going to be wonderful. And no, I mean, you know, it's just another place for you to put clutter, but on a couch, it's great. I don't have a, a like a coffee table like some people do. And so having a tray is like, that's, yeah, that's you got a big cute. Ottoman the top you of the bar even... cart just keeps getting <laughs> dirt into mm-hmm. my tray. You can even order a specifically gamer-oriented tray um, that is called the Couch Console. And if you Google it, you will find that it is a tray with a gyroscopically stabilized drink holder. Um, <laughs> like you're depending, boat, <laughs> how, depending on how uh, extreme your gamer moments are, this could be uh, for you. A thing I really enjoyed in my last apartment was I got some um, uh, like command hook uh, little special shelves to put your controllers on. And they're just like a little tiny shelf with two little knobs. And they just keep your controller like mounted on the wall. So you could mount your controllers up and down the wall. Mm. Um, This was very handy because I lived in a closet. Um, I now live in a one bedroom and I have so much more space. But if you have no space, like consider mounting your controllers in a little removable wall thing. It will make your table so much clearer uh, and you can still charge them very easily from your wall. If you're running. Totally, yes. to them. I do the same thing, but with the Ikea like pegboard version. Of oh, that. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ikea's pegboards are uh, reasonably priced. Pegboards are surprisingly expensive for essentially a piece of wood plus mm-hmm. little screws like, um, but it mostly the expense comes down to the various shit you hang on them, which is sort of, sort of specialized depending on your pegboard. Um, but Ikea's thing is great. 
um, I forget the name of it. It's, you know, Svalsbengsfez or something. But um, you you buy these, you screw them to your wall. Yeah, and then if they, affi- those affiliate links old, are really going to work when you uh, tell people yeah. a made up name. That you have just, just search IKEA for IKEA products. pegboard. You'll find it. But one of the things that I found is really cool is that there are there's like an aftermarket on Etsy and other places like that of like specialized stuff. So if you have the Ikea pegboard, which is like one of the more common ones, you can go and find Ikea pegboard specific controller mounts or other like gamery things, headphone mounts, stuff like that. Um, you don't need that. Like most of the hooks, like, you know, you can you can put a controller in one of its little shelves or right. But but, you know, if you want that kind of level of like, I've got a gamer wall, hmm. um, you know, God bless you. And also you can do that. You can get a little 3D printed thing that people have designed for you. And they're not all that expensive, mostly. So I want to say it's just really nice to declutter. <laughs> yeah, it might not be the, the wall, most like, exciting Christmas present, but it's really nice. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, honestly, like doing something like that for a person in your life. Oh, huge. Like like if somebody came, it was like, hey, my Christmas present to you is I'm going to take all that shit that you have on your desk that you've been meaning to find some way to display for a hundred years. And I'm going to set something up to display it for you. Like I would have loved that. And especially Mm -hmm. something like a pegboard is reconfigurable. So like you can still give them some agency in it. Right. So that might be a really, a really good way to do it. I was That'd actually going to recommend something else. Uh, this is a another like only like tangentially gaming related thing. But, you know, if we're thinking outside the box for like gaming gifts, there's probably a better version of this, maybe even a gaming version of this. But a thing that I freaking love for gaming that was never designed for gaming is the boppy nursing pillow. This is a specialized <laughs> pillow for nursing moms. Okay. It's shaped like the letter U or kind of like a horseshoe. And the idea is when you're a nursing mom, you sit on your couch or whatever, and you tuck the boppy nursing pillow around your body. And it gives your, you know, your baby a place to like, mm-hmm. it supports your baby while you're, while you're breastfeeding. I don't know about uh-huh. the, uh, the brand name, but we had one of these. Yeah. But you know, you know, what's also great to support is your controller. Um, and, oh, and, I did not know where we were going with this. <laughs> right. And when your when your nursing mom has finished with her Bobby, it becomes the greatest gaming accessory of all time. It's perfect for like if you're a Steam Deck owner, you know what weighs about the same as an infant? A Steam Deck. <laughs> and uh, and supporting it in roughly the same positioning as a nursing baby, it's ideal. It's really Honestly, ideal. you've made it ergonomic. That's mm-hmm. shocking. So I don't necessarily recommend the boppy nursing pillow as the I- item. That is that is for me the item. But there there's other nursing pillows. But you you know mom stuff is all super overpriced. See if you can just f- sort of find a roughly U shaped firm pillow, and that is a great gaming accessory right there. You know, I think that's an untapped market, Reagan. I think you, um, you, you're, you're onto something here. You can, uh, you can start flipping those nursing pillows as gamer accessories. <laughs> All you have Sell to do, they're they're, va- they're already vaguely controller shaped. Like if you made them slightly more controller shaped, uh, mm-hmm. then you've got to you gotta add a, RGB. A plus. Oh, that's how you do it. <laughs> that's how you sell it to the gamers. Uh, yeah. So speaking of RGB things, um, they're. There are a lot of uh, products out there that are just straight straight up made for gamers um, and RGB desk shit 
uh, and office stuff is just this whole category that like it's not for every gamer, but for the ones that it is for, they can't get enough of it. So, um, you know, what do you think about those? Like, would you would you suggest that someone get like a glowy rainbow mouse pad or for their for the gamer in their life? Uh, it's not for me, but maybe it's for your gamer. I don't know. I mean, maybe I do. I've been watching a lot of um, dropout that people are recording the pandemic. And I do think there are like lights or like things that change color a little bit that are like actually really nice looking. I've seen, I've seen a lot of like influencery ladies with these kind of glowy light up desks and those things. I think those can be cute. I think like the more aggressive it is, the less likely I want it in my life. But I think some of those glowy lights can be really nice. Like, Accent lighting can be adorable. Glowy signs can be cute. Um, you know, maybe I would give like Reagan a tiki bar sign with Reagan's tiki bar. <laughs> I would dig that actually. That would um, be great. I have actually thought about giving this to you, but I did not think it was safe. <laughs> I was like, this <laughs> this company looks like it might break and radiate your children. So I didn't give it to you. But like I think you can get like custom signs or cute stuff like. I think just go like a step beyond, like if you like a light up sign, like go to Etsy and get a custom wording one or mm -hmm. like, like just make it a little nicer if you have time, if it's like yeah. two days. We're before. right at that time of the year where like the idea of buying a custom gift, it might not be doable for you right now, depending on the gift and the seller, but you know, might not be, you know, might, might well, be, I might know be about possible. That. I, I ordered a custom a, embroidery a and it is shipping crickets and stuff that are, yeah. you know, turning, turning Today. stuff out. This is the hot time of year for that. Yes. I was going um, to, I've won, I, I'm not buying any gaming gifts for anybody right now because like I'm the gamer in my life. Like I, my wife doesn't need, um, you know, an RGB, whatever. Um, there's not that many, I mean, apart from Shane, there's not that many uh, like gamers that I'm like engaged in giving holiday gifts to. And sometimes I kind of steer away from the gaming stuff anyway, but I do have one gaming gift planned this year. Um, and it was inspired by a YouTube video. So I thought I might just link to it in the description uh, or in the in the the show notes. Um, so, you know, ring the bell. But I, I, I love, you know, gaming handhelds and I like, you know, the little like emulator based handhelds. Um, they don't make awesome gifts. I have given them as gifts. I've given gifts like I gave, you know, all, all my uh, my co-hosts Mew Minis at one point because I thought it was fun. Um, they, they can that make was. good gifts depending on the right person. But the thing about these sorts of devices like, you know, gaming handhelds, is that they can be difficult to give as gifts because in some ways they're a little bit complicated. And really, the, the and especially they can be really complicated for children. Um, so, you know, you might think like, oh man, I can get this $60 or whatever, you know, um, handheld that can play every game under the sun, give it to my kid, and suddenly my kid's mind is going to explode in the same way that my mind would have exploded if somebody had handed me a comparable device when I was a kid. But that's not true because kids today have so many more options and so many more choices, and they're you know they're keyed into the the you know the history of games and the current gaming landscape in a way that like if this thing doesn't play Fortnite, why do I want it? That kind of thing. Um, so this. This video is sort of about like, well, let's say that you do want to buy a retro handheld for a child in your life. Um, well, what would you want to do to set that up in a way that makes sense? And really, it's talking about just the specific 
like technical stuff you can do on most retro handhelds to make them kid friendly, um, especially friendly for small kids. And it talks about just little stuff like, you know, what games do you put on there? You know, if I set up a retro handheld for myself, it's going to have essentially every game ever made on there because I want to be able to like hear about a weird Japanese game in a YouTube video and be like, I wonder what that's like and go and play it immediately. I just want it all on there. But for a kid, that's going to be extremely overwhelming. They're not going to play anything. Um, so like thinking about yeah, like, have, how do you, they're going to find some five bad games and be completely right. turned off of it forever. Yeah. They're going to, mm-hmm. they're going to boot up one game that sucks and they're going to put the thing down and never play it again. So like thinking about like, okay, well, like, does this kid know Nintendo characters? What are three or four games featuring Nintendo characters that that kid is going to, you know, relate to? Like this kid knows who Mario is, put three Mario games on there. Um, you know, that kind of thing. And all the way up to just like, how do you set up the settings so that the kid can't fuck it up? You know, how do you set the settings on one of these devices so the kid can't get into an unrecoverable state where they can't, you know, they lose their saves or they, you know, they get frustrated or whatever. How do you set up a device like this so that it's easy and fun for a kid rather than being like a weird old homework assignment? Um, And uh, so I thought that was a fun video. Um, I will warn you. This video is from a YouTuber who I, mm, I really, um, it's, it's from this YouTuber. It's, I thought it was a good video in terms of content. It's from a YouTuber called Tech Dweeb, whose gimmick is doing a dweeby fake dweeb voice the entire time. Oh. So if that video is if like, maybe just think about the concept. I, I, I've watched other videos from this guy. I don't love it. I hate his shtick. But this particular video is pretty good if you can, you know, if you can deal with his, um, I'm the, I'm the tech dweeb and I, I love to talk about video games kind of And I am a vampire. Okay, I can't, I can't quite properly do it justice. You come He's to me awful. on the night on the of my daughter's my wedding. wedding. And you want technology advice. God. Anyway. I thought I'd recommend it as a potential thing. Um, the specific device that he recommends is the one that's all. This is an interesting, weird quirk that, uh, like, thing that I found out recently. There's a specific Pow Kitty emulation handheld, um, the like S20 or something. I forget the particular model that like went viral on TikTok a little while ago. And he was like, get this one for kids. They've probably seen it on TikTok. I don't know why that specific model went viral on TikTok. Uh, Shane, that's the one that your kid's getting. He got, yeah, getting no one the, knows the why viral anything goes viral one. on TikTok. But thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Um, uh, he's yeah. gonna love it. Uh, he he has seen the the handheld that you gave me, and uh, he's like, "What the heck is that?" And I told him, uh, I basically said, "Well, it's a kind of a Game Boy." He's like, "What's a Game Boy?" Well, back in the day, and he, so we we've actually played around with that for a bit. He's played some Kirby games and stuff on there. Uh, so having his own is going to be very exciting for him. Cool. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to setting it up for him. The only other thing I've got is uh, decorating stuff they already have. A lot of people make cute little stickers to stick on switches. Um, my other pro tip is to search the game name on Etsy and see what comes up, which is how I found the Untitled Goose Game magnetic key holder. Ooh. So you can stick your keys in its beak. This is an incredible object. I love it. And there are a lot of them. Um, I linked to one for the chat so that my coworkers could see it. So to describe it a little better, it is the goose. And then under the bill, they've stuck a magnet. So you can just stick your keys there. And it looks like the goose has run away with your keys. 
Mm-hmm. It's a terrible failing of capitalism that Panic doesn't sell this product themselves. They had to rely on the uh, on the. I mean, they were too busy like getting the playdate off the ground to sell goose holders. But this thing is awesome, and uh, it's a little bit sad that it's such a generic uh, like. You know, it's, you can't copyright a goose, but this is clearly <laughs> that goose. Well, like several yeah. pictures of them have it holding knives and <laughs> other things, and then and all the. The notes say, do not use with knives. Um, good job, and everybody. The title is Untitled Goose. I think that Panic kind of shot, them, shot themselves in the foot by not titling the goose because uh, now they have no ownership over the entire concept and character of their game. Uh, but I, I also, I, I, I'm looking at the Etsy listing for this and this has one of the things that is my favorite things to see on um, like miscellaneous Etsy 3D printed items which is uh, they've added the picture that says, hey, this is the version where we fixed all the problems. And it says, like, <laughs> you asked, we listened. Now with improved feet, <laughs> the bottom is cleaner. <laughs> the, beware, the, 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 you will still see print lines on this goose. And you I, also can choose to get a version that glows in the dark. <laughs> one of the photos has it holding a Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> and um, a pair of pliers by the tip of the pliers, mm. which I suppose is there to prove that the magnet works, but it's just really disconcerting. <laughs> An ice cream scoop by the top of the scoop. Like why? Like why did you choose these things? But, um, you know, this is this is not an expensive gift. Uh, you can get it in multiple sizes. Fifteen dollars for the small. The biggest one is twenty-seven dollars. And, uh, I mean, yes, it's 3D printed, but it seems like a nice little thing. If you've got a goose game uh, enjoyer in your life uh, who has keys or sunglasses or small screwdrivers or what have you, this seems yeah, like a really, really fun a lot. Somebody thing. who has keys. Yeah. Well, I, you know, we can't if I had a garage door opener, I would like to put this goose where I would normally store the garage door opener yeah. and just have it hold it for me. That would be wonderful if I live such a life. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, Etsy is, um, we can do a little, I'm going to digress a bit about Etsy. Um, a few years ago, Etsy was kind of amazing. Etsy was a, um, like a, like pretty much everything on there was handmade and um, special and very, very cool. Now, um, it seems to me like they really just, welcomed drop shippers with open arms onto Etsy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone else has had that experience. Yeah, but it's chaos. It's, yeah. it's getting to be a little bit sketchy on there. So these days I go, I treat Etsy um, with a little bit of skepticism. And I, when I find a seller on there that I can tell is actually doing good stuff, I favorite them. So I have had mm-hmm. to go through Etsy for a while and mark a bunch of favorites um, in order to avoid the kind of wash of like machine made drop shipped miscellany uh, that is. I should all follow you on Etsy. I love creeping on what people favorite and going to their favorite mm-hmm. shops. And sometimes I will, I will find an influencer and I will buy vintage items before they can. And I feel a little bad about it, but they shouldn't, they should have well, bought it should. if they wanted it. <laughs> My my ki- actually, I have a way to make this to circle back and make this relevant. My kick on Etsy lately has been bandanas. Like I don't like I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm working my way out of of having a lot of like uh, graphic tees 
in my life. Um, I'm just not that dude anymore. Um, but I do, um, I, I have picked up this horrible affectation of tending to carry a bandana as kind of like a pocket handkerchief. Um, and sometimes like, you know, okay. for various other reasons. And it, it's, it's handier than you might think, especially when you have a child to, to always have something that you can use to wipe, to wipe stuff. With. <laughs> <Fair enough. laughs> and if it's, and if it's, um, uh, if it's cool looking, um, you know, all the better. Um, the, um, the one of these that I will recommend, I don't know if we can squeeze this into the show notes, but there's, there's one on here, uh, that I have almost clicked by on a few times, uh, that is a pattern based on the old game and watch, um, games. And so there's, there are gamer versions of that. Most of the ones that I am picking up are, are (laughs) much less embarrassing to, uh, to, to have or wear. Uh, but, uh, yes, those do exist. So there's gamer everything. <laughs> I did not know you were becoming a bandana guy. That's like a new kind of guy. To me. I, I really don't want to categorize myself in that way. There's, uh, <laughs> I, ha- I am a guy who has some bandanas and I like to buy them as gifts for people, uh, because they are sl- somewhere in between practical and uh and impractical and they're also very small and generally cheap so hmm. uh, and and if you if you go on a place like etsy you're gonna see um lots of uh well there's a lot of junky ones that are the ones you would expect that are like hey well we've got this one has got flames on it this one's got a skull yeah. but if you if you poke around uh there are some people who are making uh really cool prints on there and they're they're awesome i actually just got one for my wife that has um, a possum with her babies on it. It's just really cute. Um, So if you, this is a, you know, this is a not for gamers, uh, but if, if you've got a, a a girl in your life, um, I, I I think that uh, bandanas are cute and so are claw clips. Um, Claw clips are very incredibly popular as somebody lives in New York. Uh And every time I get complimented, on anything I'm wearing, if it's a claw clip, it's always somebody under the age of 22. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I really think your claw clip's cool. And I'm like, finally. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. I, I, You're not I, making the, fun of me. <laughs> so there's a lot of those that you, you, you can find a claw clip kind of in the shape of anything these days. Um, I, um, I found one that was in the shape of some bread, which, you know, everyone, you know, Julia and I both love bread got the bread one got one shaped like uh, a few of our favorite animals um you know you can you can find those in a variety of cool shapes and colors so yeah be cool um so that's a complete sidebar that has nothing to do with our podcast or gaming um so you can Very tell me weird prepared. but okay um i do want to i do want to jump into a uh, a topic that i am hoping we can all discuss and maybe come up with some answers on um, a really good gift for gamers in theory, um, not always in practice is a controller in general, people often don't have enough controllers. You know, they, um, I recently had to replace a few of them and I'm always astounded by how much the good ones cost. Um, you know, but there's a lot of variety in like third party ones. When I was a kid, the, all the third party controllers were absolute garbage and, um, you know, you would only ever give the Mad Cats, uh, like, 
rattly plastic controller to um, a guest uh, in your house, you know, because that's the polite thing to do is to give them the bad one. Uh, these days, I think there's a lot more really good third-party controller makers, um, and there's a wide variety of stuff out there. And also relevant, some of them are super cute. Like, I um, I went shopping for a um, kind of a off-brand pro controller style controller so that my son could play um, certain games that you know he wanted to try the pro controller for. He's, I think he's kind of getting a little irritated with the Joy-Cons like I did uh, some time ago. And I found uh, there's just so many different options. And I, I found one that was like a third of the price of the, um, the official pro controller for the, for the, uh, the switch. And it was just fine. Um, and then I started to wonder like, what if I had gone with some of these super cute ones? There's ones that look like all your favorite game characters. I almost bought a Xbox controller that looks like a Minecraft pig because it was so cute. Um, so I don't know. What do you guys think about third party controllers in general? Like favorite brands? Uh, what's the good ones? What do we avoid? I have two things to recommend. Um, the first thing would be it's not third party, but if you are buying a controller for someone as a gift, if they are either an Xbox or PC gamer, um, I think you can't go wrong with doing the Xbox Design Lab. Have you guys seen the Xbox mm. Design Lab? It's it's like a almost like a sneaker customizer. It's super. It's even more than I've ever seen with something like sneakers. It's oh, really? Not too unreasonable. But like, like the pricing is pretty, pretty yeah. reasonable. But like you, you can go in there, like you can buy any of the Xbox controllers, including the Elite controllers. Um, you can do, go through their, their design customizer. And they have something like, like for the main body of it, let's say you're doing an Xbox controller. And like, I prefer the Xbox controller for like almost everything. Like I, I, I love the Xbox controller. The, the newest one for the Series S is like the best they've ever done in my opinion. Um, but you can get like you can customize the color of the body of the control. They've got like 27 different colors plus a bunch of patterns if you like like god awful camo or like weird gradients, but like a lot of options. And then you can individually customize the colors of every element on the controller, the back, the battery compartment thing, whether or not it has rubber grips, um, the color of the bumpers and triggers, the color of the D-pad, the colors of the sticks, the colors of the of the face buttons. And you can add engraving on it if you want. Some of these options cost a little extra, um, but like you can put some text, like 16 characters, right on the controller. And so you could customize, this would be, a, I think, an incredible gift if you have a, a gamer who, you know, you want to, maybe you want to like, maybe make it an in-joke or customize it in the color scheme of their favorite, I don't know, sports team or whatever it is that people like. Um, you know, if you can come up with some kind of like scheme or, or theme for it, um, you're going to get like a good controller, a controller they'll actually use. Xbox controllers are really good, um, but you can really make it custom and that makes it kind of special. Um, and so like it, uh, it with with the sort of the basic options, it's only like 10 bucks more than a standard Xbox controller. It's like it's like uh, 70 bucks. And then there are some extras you can add on things like rubberized grips or the uh, engraving. Engraving costs like an extra 10 bucks. So, you know, you can end up with a controller that costs about 100 bucks if you really go all out. That's not that bad. Um, I think that's a really could be a really fun gift. So um, that'd be the first thing I'd recommend. Yeah, those are great. 
Uh, Xbox controllers are fantastic. Um, I've I'm at the point now where I'm using them for all my PC gaming. I'm using it on the Xbox, and I am I'm at the point where I'm I'm considering getting one of those little adapters to let me use it on the Switch. Yeah, I've seen a couple of those. There's a thing that you can get. There's like a couple of different options for that, but there's one that I've been considering picking up. Oh, I, f- I have to look up the name of it. That you you stick it into the battery compartment of the Xbox controller. And it kind of like hijacks the like wireless and USB of the wire of the controller. So it it is a rechargeable battery, but it also adds an extra set of buttons and means that you can use the Xbox controller on switch and maybe even PlayStation. I forget. Like it's it's, kind of curious about them. Yeah. So it was was a cool, cool design. There's, there's some really good, I think it was from Brooke, but I might be wrong. Um, but there's some good options for that these days. If you like your Xbox controller and you want to use it on other stuff, like they're very customizable. Um, the other thing I was going to say is there there are a lot of like cute looking weird controllers, if you, especially if you're buying for a kid. Sometimes like the looks are really important. Um, I saw a thing recently, um, the the like kind of junky uh, third party, you know, little brother controller brand. Uh, P, I think it's PDP has a series of of controllers out for the switch that have sonic the hedgehog figurines inside them they're like clear controllers and they have like little like a sonic or tails or whatever figurines and like a little diorama it's like the controller is a little sonic the hedgehog diorama and i was like this should suck but it looks kind of cute i like it that that's just a maybe for you Mm-hmm. I will throw out uh, I if you're looking for just something cheap for that little brother, uh, you can find on Amazon the brand name, if you can call it that is YCC team. Um, and this looks and feels almost exactly like an official um, switch pro controller, um, including vibration, NFC uh for the amiibo like has all the features can wake up the switch like there are a lot of things that can be annoying about these but this one um works great with one weird exception it's covered in these like at a glance you could miss it but it has this sort of engraved vines and stars pattern all over it so (laughs) Um, which is kind of attractive and kind of repulsive, but the thing only cost $30, which is like the cheapest one of these that I could find. I, I, Mm. I was like, you know, maybe this will work and it worked out great. The thing, um, the thing has surpassed my expectations. I guess one last recommendation while we're talking about controllers, if you want to give the gift of a really good controller and you're not sure what to do, um, I think you can't go wrong with the highest end things from 8BitDo. Um, I, oh, I don't have the, speci- the current uh, 8BitDo Ultimate controller. They've, they've had a few exa- like versions of this. I have the older one. But the newest 8BitDo Ultimate Bluetooth controller is $70, but it is it, it has some like absurdly nice stuff going on. It, has a, it comes with a charging dock that looks really nice and like displays the controller and like you just place it in the dock to charge it. It comes with a little dongle so that you can plug it in to do it'll do either Bluetooth or 2.4 gigahertz over, which is nice because that means like you can plug this thing in and you don't have to deal with pairing on a PC or a switch. And it has like very low latency. Um, It'll work on a switch. It'll work on anything that does X input like PCs or I don't think this will actually work on a um, uh, on a Xbox, but you can use this on, you know, like a Steam Deck 
anything like that. And um, it, it's just a really nice ass controller and it comes in a bunch of different colors. So it kind of like looks cool. Actually, I guess right now they seem to only have it in red or blue. I've seen other previous colors before. So maybe choose between red or blue, but like uh, I think it's black, white, red or blue. Oh, OK, that's cool. Um, but yeah, totally like I haven't tried this specific one, but like Apito has been knocking it out of the park with every controller of theirs that I've tried lately. Um, especially they have great D pads. So if you're, you know, if they have a little bit of a, you know, interest in retro gaming or something like that, like imagine an Xbox controller, but with arguably an even better D pad, um, is the, is the, the current, um, Apito and they're, they have a, they have a mobile app that is actually useful. Um, you can be playing with this controller, like on PC or on a switch and you just pull out your, your, the, the app and it connects with some kind of low energy Bluetooth to the controller and you can remap buttons and create like presets and stuff on the fly without having to do any like weird pairing dance or whatever. It just mm. it just does it. It's incredible. The uh, the, the mobile app for the for the the Apito higher end controllers like it's it's really good. And I've had to use it a bunch for things like, you know, I'll boot up a game on Xbox or Steam Deck or something and like for whatever reason, the the buttons are like backwards from what I would have expected. And it's actually easier to just pull out the app and do it there than it is to worry about like doing any kind of remapping on the console or computer that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So it's it, like, it's actually a really good feature and not a bad gimmick. Yeah, I have the Pro 2 from them and it uses that same app and it's been very, mm-hmm. very handy. Um, speaking about, you know, you mentioned you're not sure about it having Xbox support. I would be a little cautious about third-party Xbox controllers right now. Um, I, I'm not fully up to date on the news here, but as I understand it, Xbox is doing away with third-party Xbox controllers mm. as some sort of, uh, depending on who is talking, uh, move to protect the integrity of um, professional gaming or stop people from, I don't know, using the turbo buttons on their third party controller or whatever. Um, or also, um, just, I don't know, uh, a, a money grab for Xbox controllers. Um, or even, you know, by other standards, a, a middle finger to people with accessibility needs. So, um, yeah. So watch out on third party Xbox controllers right now. Yeah. Good point. I heard about that as well, but, um, I don't know. If you're not worried about it connecting specifically to an Xbox console, these things are great. Last thing I'll mention is that like, you know, thinking about like, what is a good gaming gift? Um, I've had uh, good success. This really is going to depend on the specific gamer in your life. But if you happen to have that gamer who is at the intersection of uh, video game nerd and vinyl nerd, there is just a constant flood these days of video game vinyl soundtracks yes, that are this is actually, me. Yeah, that, <laughs> I know this because Shane is the guy. I've I've ended up buying you uh, video game soundtracks on vinyl more than a couple of times, uh, and they're usually a good gift and well received. Um, there's a couple places to look for this. Um, I am eight bit uh, does a uh, kind of has a collection of these, and they go in and out of stock as vinyl tends to do, especially sort of like fancy special editions. But like they have. Like looking at what they have on their site right now, like they have some stuff that like, you know, big name stuff like a like a vinyl of a two LP set of the soundtrack of the Mario Brothers movie. But like, you know, a lot of short game favorites, uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, uh, 
Grim Fandango. Mm. They're about to do a reissue of the Gone Home soundtrack, Oxenfree, Journey, uh, Untitled Goose Game, Hades, um, uh, Bastion, uh, some Persona soundtracks. Like, really, I mean, it scrolls on and on. Man, it keeps it keeps refreshing and keeps adding on more rows here as I keep going. There's a lot of stuff on here. And they're not the only people doing this. There's a bunch. And also, if they happen to be into retro games, there's like there's a whole like there are labels that specialize in doing like fancy uh, retro game reissues. So just do a little bit of searching about like maybe if they have particular favorite games or something like that and see if the, the soundtracks are available on vinyl. Uh, it it's a little bit of a dumb sort of vanity gift, but like there's so much nice about having a vinyl of, a, a, a you know, music that you like. Um, it's, it's not just like, Hey, here's another way to play music that you can probably already play on your phone. It's also like a really big gatefold piece of art, very often like a nice unique piece of art specific to the thing that you like. And like, it's just, you know, sometimes there's a little bits of like additional, like other fold-ins and stuff. And it, right. it can just be a cool, fun gift. And also, I don't know, there's there's something cool about the act of putting on, uh, you know, a record and, and listening Absolutely. to it. That I was yeah. at a friend's house uh, for a birthday party and they had a l- the little shelf up above the record player and they were putting the vinyl art up while they were playing at the party and they would switch. And it was just like you would see at a store or a cafe. And it was absolutely lovely. And a lot of people were like taking pictures of albums they liked and talking about the music. And I, uh, I found it very charming. I love that. I am angry (laughs) every time I think about (laughs) these soundtracks because uh, a, a few years ago, I passed on buying the Katamari Damacy vinyl soundtrack. Mm. Uh, it's like a two disc soundtrack. Um, yeah. It was a little expensive for me at the time at 50 bucks. Uh, but now it regularly goes for like two to 500 bucks. And Ouch. yeah. You um, reissue, please. Someone yeah. reissue this. <laughs> yeah, there was the, the, they, they did this as a Mondo is the, they do a lot of those mm-hmm. video game soundtracks. They did an, they did one run of this in uh, 20, 2018, I think. And that was it. And it's never been reissued. And I, they must I have printed damn few of them. We had a, I had um, the Jurassic Park and the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. And when I moved uh, and I took them to the, resale shop the people there were visibly like so excited that i was getting rid of them we were we were not keeping the record player so Mm. i wanted them to go to people who wanted them but i think i i made money on both of those at resale which means the people who were actually reselling them probably were marking them up quite a bit but no mondo's great i wish um people reissued i bought them for the art but the um it's like giving someone a piece of art they can listen to, which is really nice. Oh, I just remembered they have the Neon Genesis Evangelion soundtrack. It's oh, that's almost hard to, out of hard almost beat. out of stock. Forty two. Everybody else is now shopping now and forgot about the episode. Yeah, I'm just shopping now. <laughs> I do not need a vinyl copy of Cruel Angels Thesis. Oh, Shane, they did it. They did another reissue of the Sound Burger. You can now get. I it did. In, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but the so red let, is still special edition. Yeah, so um, if you're, if, this is not a gamer gift specifically, but this is a vinyl gift. Um, the uh, Reagan picked up for me a lovely uh, 
special edition of um, what company made that? I don't remember. It's like the Audio Technica. Technica. Yeah, uh, it's called the Sound Burger, and um, it was originally a very strange product that was released for vinyl lovers to compete with the um, the Walkman. Um, and so, if you are the kind of person who wants to sit outdoors in the park and listen to an LP. Um, this was the product for you. If, if you, if you had a endless supply of D cell batteries, um, the new version of this thing, um, is slightly more practical because it has Bluetooth. So you can connect your Bluetooth headphones to it. Um, or in my case, just Bluetooth it to your kind of home stereo system. Um, and it is literally, it's like the size of a shoe. Um, and the record <laughs> sits in it in a very odd way. Uh, where it sort of sticks out. It's hard to describe in a visual way. It's like kind of capsule shaped and the record sits in it, but not really fully under or around it. It just sort of sticks out. Um, And, uh, but despite being a very truly weird product, um, it's a terrific little record player. And if you want something that will play records, but then you can put it very easily into a drawer. um, This thing is really nice. And, uh, yeah, I've been, I've been really enjoying it. Um, I am actually still kind of shopping for a record player because mine was destroyed, uh, by, there are a lot of things we've mentioned, um, over the course of this episode, controllers, record players, uh, that my son broke, um, during (laughs) ages of like, uh, two to four, he was like a real, um, we called him the Tynado. But uh, mostly that has calmed down and I'm slowly replacing all of those broken objects. And uh, the record player is on the agenda now. So, uh, yeah, the controllers, he really liked to chew on the rubber uh, thumbsticks. So I've got a lot of these nice 8-bit dough controllers with no rubber on like one or both of the thumbs. Reagan, if you have any advice on how to replace those, I tried some little rubber caps and they just would come right off. So, um but that's a that's a discussion for another day. Well, if you have any uh, if you have any controller chewing children in your life, maybe you've gotten some ideas over what to get them for Christmas. Um, you know, that's got to be why that uh, that chocolate controller was 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 on that front page of Amazon, Shane. It's for the controller probably, chewing children yeah. in your life. Mm-hmm. I think. Well, I think if you've got any of those children, what they really need is the double LP of the Klonoa Two soundtrack from uh, Mondoshop.com. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> um, but like listeners, if you have uh, suggestions for gaming related gifts, um, you know, we'd love to hear those. You can, I mentioned earlier, you can come on our, our discord and share them with us. Uh, it'd be good to, uh, to chat about that stuff uh, while I'm, uh, and honestly, if you have gift advice for, let's say uh, a woman in her thirties, mother of three children who has a variety of interests, but is very hard to shop for and you don't know what to buy her for Christmas. That I was already telling you, Reagan, bandanas and, and, and hair and claw clips. <laughs> she has short hair. I don't think the claw clips will work, but I'll yeah. see about some We can bandanas. chat after the show. <laughs> Thank you, Laura. As a woman in her 30s, I can help you. <laughs> Thank you, Laura. Thank you. Uh, but listeners, if you want to talk uh, Christmas gifts, uh, join us on our Discord. Um, let's see. Uh, you can find uh, our show on the internet at www.theshortgame.net. 
uh, or shortgame.fm, the page with all the buttons. Uh, that's a great place to jump off to all of our other various things, including uh, our socials for the show, as well as all of our individual socials and all of that. Um, but of course, also a link to our Patreon where you can support the show. Uh, you can find me on the internet. I'm Reagan, at, that's R-A-Y-G-A-N dot me uh, online. And that has links to all of my socials and everything. I'm mostly on Mastodon. Haven't been posting a lot lately, but uh, you know, it's it's where I hang out. Or it's also a link to uh, to chat me up on Discord if you want to do that there. Um, email, etc. Uh, Laura, where can people find you? Uh, you can generally find me at Laura J. Nash at places like uh, the... R.I.P.X. Blue Sky and Laura J. Nash at Bird Up Rodeo on Mastodon. Um, you can't use Laura J. Nash on Instagram because someone obscure, like someone has that, and it's not me. So don't look for don't follow, you can follow me. that person, but it's not me. <laughs> Shade, where can people find you? Yeah, I'm on uh, most socials as Eight uh, Bit Shane, and I'm on Mastodon at Shane at Bird Rodeo. And uh, listeners, thank you once again for joining us on this episode, uh, this very low prep episode of The Short Game.